the Semi-Stable Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel. And I'm your co-host, Raina. And today we are going to talk about friendship breakups. But before we go into our topic, we decided let's let you guys get to know us a little bit better. Okay. Let's do it. (laughs) It's much easier to like listen to a podcast when you know the host. That's at least my perspective when I listen to podcasts. So the first thing I'm going to do is kind of like get you guys just to know me just a little bit better. So like I said, my name is Rachel and I was born in Maryland. We moved down here to Charlotte back in 2005 for the first time because we moved on and off for how many years? Ooh, (laughs) I can't even think. I know it started in 2005 and then it was it got permanent in like 2009, 2010. Yeah. Where we've been to been in Charlotte ever since. Yeah. But between those times, we like moved back and forth like different different parts of North Carolina I'm gonna say like outside of Greensboro and like Winston-Salem yeah um we'll get into why that was yeah, um, that's a later whole <laughs> later down the line I feel like with this podcast we definitely want to um intertwine you guys with our live experience and then um into the topics as well so a lot of things will come up as we're recording we have a lot of experience we think people <laughs> need to know for our age how old are you Rachel <laughs> I'm 29 and I'm 26 (laughs) okay I feel like for people out there whoever's listening if you are the younger sister out of the older sister complex please tell me I'm not the only one whose older sister always plays down their age when they're getting older like you're gonna be 12 for the rest of your life I feel like I'm gonna be 12 forever in my heart of hearts you're just always gonna be like what do they call it the kid's sister so you're always going to be the young one and like you know when you be partying and I be catching you on like TikTok you live (laughs) (laughs) like you're still 20. Listen okay I will grow out of it eventually there's only a four no a three-year age difference between us. Oh my god is it really that short? Yeah, I just think our just lives so look so old. different. I know. It's like I'm already an old married couple. <laughs> and you're just like And newly engaged. <laughs> and newly engaged. Yes, got gauged this August, so about two months ago. It's a very exciting time for you. Yeah. But um, so yeah, we moved down here and then did I mention we're sisters? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I I mentioned it when I was talking about our age thing. But yeah, we're sisters, if you can't tell already. (laughs) Yeah, so we're sisters. As she said, I'm the oldest. Well, I'm the middle, but we'll get into that (laughs) in another episode. That is definitely another episode. Um, But so I am just like a creative person. So I like art, sculptures, um, fashion, makeup that's kind of everything that I love so I'm like the creative one um I'm more introverted and she is more extroverted yeah <laughs> can you tell yeah we can tell by all the things you're saying right now no but yourself. really though um our differences we're really different but same at the same time I feel like because you're a little older than me and have a little more life experience, you definitely see the world through a different lens than I do. And, you know, our activities are definitely different. Yeah. But, yes, I'm more of let's go out, let's grab several drinks. And Rachel's and I'm more pretty like, much. Let's take those drinks back home. Right. <laughs> so, like, yeah, Rachel will drink, but she wants to be on the couch. <laughs> I want to be on the dance floors. <laughs> but I used to, hold on, you make it seem like I don't have any fun, but I used to be party. I taught you how to party in Puerto Rico. Yeah, <laughs> she taught me how to party. Honestly, she taught me everything I know about when guys come to the clubs and what you do when they offer you a drink, what they what you do when they stare at you, what you do mm-hmm. before the lights come on. How to tell when a guy is into you. That's another, that's going to be a fun topic as well because the signs are there and you just can't avoid them like you did yeah in Puerto Rico like I taught her how to like just fend for herself and stuff so like I feel like I'm like the influential sister yeah she really passed down everything and was like all right here's what you do in your in your 20s bye (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go off and live my life now but yeah besides being creative she's creative also so I'm gonna let her talk to you about her side well hello everyone um my name is Raina again the younger sister um, I would say 
my interests really include the music side of everything. I do sing. Um, I do like performing. Um, I've been kind of getting into acting a little bit just because of like TikTok and all those sounds. It really like brings something out of me. Like I'm always trying to um, re-mimic a scene or something and post it on my TikTok. That's been really fun because I've always been the theater kid but non-theater kid because again we'll talk about that later family dynamics and not being able to do certain things Mm -hmm. but um yeah we'll get into that but that's something that I really that's where my heart's been music and and acting and performing and just you know but you know you're really good at it too so that's so funny the the irony of it all is (laughs) I don't like being the center of attention that's the irony of it all. I don't believe that, though. I think we grew up together, so <laughs> that's what you see. But, like, literally, it's the stage fright, the, the everything when it comes to actually performing. God, I hate it. But the, the joy I feel after when someone's told me I did a good job, that's really what makes it for me. But, yeah, you know, um, I definitely want to get into why we started this podcast in the first place. Rachel, yes. take it away. Okay, so we were just sitting down. We were just, like, talking. We had a huge conversation to four in the morning, and we were like, this would be the perfect podcast because we live in the same household, but we have different experiences, and it's just wild when we talk to each other, and we're like, oh, you saw it from that perspective? I saw a different way, and let me explain. And we were like, other people need to hear how we navigated, like, our life living in a crazy upbringing and I know so many people who lived in chaotic households would understand and like if you have other siblings not knowing that they're not seeing things the way you do kind of helps you look back and be like oh you know what maybe that was different or oh I can see where you see that from it's just it's enlightening to like look back and like go through your family drama with someone else and who was there but kind of like had a different experience too yeah I really think that we saw things so differently and when you're younger if you don't agree you're in a divide and I think that this podcast is really just going to bridge the gap in our relationship and when we had that conversation about starting the pod, we were just like, man, we're kind of like getting to know each other all over again. And truly. Yeah. Like there's things <laughs> I don't know about you still. And I'm like, still. how do you not know all of this stuff? And it's like really entertaining. And her stuff about me, y'all know, like, <laughs> like her no. dating life. I, I maybe <laughs> have like the tip of the iceberg with the things that she's gone through. And again, living in the same house, like, walking up and down the stairs past each other, not knowing what's going on once we close our room doors. Right. Um, But always being around each other. I feel like you have the outline, but you need the cliff notes. Okay. (laughs) But, um, yeah, and then, of course, we just feel like we have so many experiences with, like, dating and, like, friendships and family life and, like, individual growth that we can share with the world and other people may be able to relate and take some advice from us like we're not um I though I do have my minor in psychology but okay big degree just graduated yes just graduated yay but I feel like we have things that we can talk to other people that maybe other people are going through something and just want to hear it from others who they feel like I can relate to this girl these girls and you know come join the semi-stable family (laughs) For real. Um, I want to emphasize semi-stable <laughs> works in progress. Works but in progress. I feel like gems will definitely be dropped. Um, just our worldview from our lens. Um, I would say it's not a totally unique experience, but we're all individuals and we all have a story to tell. And I'm just really excited to share it and um, tell it with my sister. Yes, yeah, semi-stable <laughs> It's the name because, like she said, we're still trying to like figure things out. So <laughs> right? We're okay. Not there. She's in therapy. I'm not. Let's let's, let's put that I'm out in there. Therapy. <laughs> I used to hate therapy so much. I feel like it has changed me for the better and it helped me like <laughs> get into my emotions. Something that I'm not really, I'm not really an emotional person. So for anybody who's into astrology, like I am, she's a Capricorn. That's that's <laughs> all I have to say. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> And you're what, a butterfly? <laughs> I am an Aquarius. 
okay, if you know, you know what that really means. And as far as um, how you deal with your emotions, we're kind of on the same boat when it comes to that. Like people who are listening to this, they'll know what I mean when I say that like, we can talk the talk. It's sometimes feeling the feels and just, you know, expressing. I want to get into therapy at some point, but it's, it's definitely probably a really healthy tool. <laughs> so wait, when they say, what's your sign? Like, is that a air sign? Yeah. So I'm an air sign. Okay. You are an earth sign. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Earth, wind, and fire. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that is a little bit about us or a lot about us. I yeah. I don't even know how long this is going because I forgot to put the timer on. So yeah, definitely just wanted to do a little introduction for you guys. Um, so let's talk about Love is Blind season five because th- I have so many thoughts. This is our pop culture section where we talk about all things going on, some TV shows if you guys are interested. But Love is Blind 5. Holy cannoli. <laughs> Holy shitballs. Okay. What the hell is wrong with these people that they cast it? These people are insane in the membrane. If you are Love is Blind avid watcher like i am you've seen all the other seasons you've seen what's gone down the drama this takes the cake i don't understand how this happens let's like just start it off with the biggest one how do you how do you cast people who know each other is there no vetting process and you know what i feel like if it's they're filming in houston right yes we all know a small world yada yada i feel like the producers had a hand in having them both on because they knew they wanted drama because drama sells. Drama is what gets viewers in. It keeps people watching from a film aspect. Like, As a viewer, I'm engaged. Yeah, I'm engaged. <laughs> it keeps like, you engaged. I love the drama. Like if it was just all happy couples. Yeah. And like we kind of want that, but we don't. When it comes to watching TV, you really don't want to see a bunch of boring couples come on now like that's why every season has had at least one couple that's been that boring couple to fill that need yeah but this one doesn't have that <laughs> the couple to root for there's yeah. i root for nobody this season and i love None. it <laughs> i absolutely love it and you know what was supposed to be the one that the boring couple was taylor and jp, JP? oh my <laughs> goodness what? it happened so fast the engagement the talking they clipped them in and clipped them right on out because that was insane to me he had all the um red white and blue flags he was wearing where were you january 6th you know what we don't even want to know jp we we already know but like honestly all he wore were just like the american flag which is cool if that's your thing but it's like do you not have anything else to wear besides that like when he was wiping his tears with the flag i'm just like yo he's got it down that like he should be marrying america not like not taylor you know what's so crazy i knew something was off i didn't think it would go to the extent of where he took it i knew something was off when they had their reveal it was so cringe so awkward i feel like she immediately just did not like him really i thought he immediately didn't like her well he got one. But like, is that something you say first when you just else love someone? She's like, oh, I just men- I just noticed his gap and like, uh, like, I guess I can get over it. Like, you know, and she just kept talking about their connection. But he wasn't saying a damn thing. I get being shy, but that was just unnerving how he just didn't. He was just smiling and not saying anything. Please tell me, how did you feel about the whole makeup situation? I was livid because girls put on makeup for themselves and for him to want to say like the reason I'm not communicating the reason I'm not acting like a normal human being is because you came out with makeup even though you're not wearing it right now I still can't communicate but because you did four days ago I can no longer be a human didn't wear makeup for the whole honeymoon but it still got him so it got him bent out of that much shape. Like, he's like, but your face right now, you will present yourself this way. Okay, but she is now, but you can't tell someone what to do. Controlling vibes. Controlling right there. And I was like, that whole statement opened up such a can of worms. And I will just say, one of the things I really like about this season is that people are having respect for themselves. Mm-hmm. The fact that Chris didn't propose to Johnny. The fact that Taylor said, okay, well, this is where it's ending. Because you know if someone 
the way JP brought that up, it's like, this is a recipe for disaster. There's yeah. no way we can come back from this. Yeah, it's something as minute as makeup, but this just re- says so much more about you. And I have no interest. I'm wiping my hands with it. You couldn't open your mouth for four days. Yeah, and she kept asking him, and he's just like, I feel like you're just going to give up on me. Like, you're not giving her anything. Manipulation. Like, come on, like, give something. And he was completely different. Like, he was talking in the pods, and then just to go, like, someone press a mute button on his ass. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> no, for real. It's creepy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my goodness. Vibes. I dated a guy who kind of gave me that vibe before, too. Like, he serial killer vibes like that too but he wouldn't speak on our date it was just me talking and i'm just like what's going on i just i summed it up to nerves but the second date the fact that i even gave him one he wouldn't say anything <laughs> he was just smiling and i just had like trauma flashbacks when i was watching the scene all he does is creepily smile and i was just like no and the way he kissed her oh my. it was like like oh my goodness i know this is a podcast but you know what we're doing i was just like what's going on here it's just oh i just no let's get into izzy and stacy what do you think she's masculine energy he's giving feminine energy for sure she's so successful and he's not and i just feel like the way he went off on johnny was and then he went back to stacy like kind of like so happy that he just told a Called female a woman. off. Yeah. Because she didn't care about him anymore. That's what it felt like. He was just, he was expecting her to be like, I still want you. Exactly. And the, and the fact that she moved on with Chris, he was so bent out of shape because he's with someone that is above his means. He wants to go 50-50 with a girl. Right. Who wants you to uh, wine and diner, which it's perfectly fine. He, you need a date and you're, um, your bracket. Yeah, like- you need a date in your bracket. And honestly, I feel like, with the whole whatever she said to Chris, whatever she said to Izzy, I don't think she was a piece of shit for that. I think she said it and it was relayed differently, but she was saying the same thing. I think she was completely honest. I don't think she was trying to be sneaky. She said that Chris was the safe guy. Izzy is someone she usually goes for. But they did a flashback for. and it shows what she said. She said exactly what she said exactly. to both of them. She never switched it up. They he, switched it up when they got back to the guy's quarters or whatever. I and he just didn't want her to be happy because he couldn't handle her having trauma. That was the most... He immediately was done when she had trauma. <laughs> and let, you know, and let's not act like this ain't no, you know ariana mac miller pete davidson situation because yeah. you know you're the, the love of your life overdosed and died and that messed up your current relationship like yeah it's a little red flag red flag but i just don't think that that was enough for her for him to just you know he went superficial he was a little yeah. too giddy when he walked up in her house and saw how much <sighs> stacy made like i thought that was right a off- yeah our house and as soon as she talked about like it's immediately ours <laughs> Like, as soon as she was like, um, so if a HVAC breaks, you put in 20000 down, and he's just like, uh, 50-50. I'm like, mm, girl. I just love Stacey's dad. Uh, you know, love is blind, but love likes to fly first class. <laughs> and I was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, sprinkle, sprinkle. I bet he is a size okay. fly first class. No, but I just don't think Man, just got lie. a passport. No judging. I don't think they're going to last. They're too different and, like, income-based. And just the way they handle things. Talking about Uche. Oh, my goodness. What are your thoughts on him? Okay, so I'm watching Love is Blind season five with my boyfriend on the couch. And as soon as Uche starts talking, I immediately just get triggered. Because he reminds me so much of my ex. It's insane. His vernacular, just the way he speaks... And then the situation came up with Aaliyah being a lawyer, (laughs) whatever. The The way he spoke to Aaliyah when she confided in him about her past infidelities, just, I get having follow up questions, but that felt like a cross in court. Like, your witness. Like, it really just felt like she, he was wanting her to admit like and just say i did it i killed him like he was going in on her and it made me feel so you know it was just it felt so berating itself it felt so i'm not opening up to you about the situation in confidence 
I'm going to destroy you for what you did. Even, I get it. You know, cheating, cheating is wrong. 100%. But she didn't have to tell you this. She didn't have to. But I also think, I don't know. I'm going to play like maybe devil's advocate. I feel like she was using the crying as a way to manipulate too. Because every time it was something she didn't want to hear, she just burst out in tears. Like sliding down the wall on the floor is like really Okay, that was funny. (laughs) Just because it's like, come on. And then her wanting to get him back and like she's begging for him back. But you couldn't even give this man that you said you love the decency to be like, I can't do this anymore. Or just talk to him about what happened with your conversation. Are you talking about when she left? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you could just like communication is so important and if you can't have that if you can't do it now a piece of paper saying you're married is not going to change your shitty communication skills and let's say real world drama like let's say this relationship played out in the real world and you're somewhere with a girl you befriend her all all kiki kaka and then you come home to your man and you're like, oh, I met this fabulous girl. We hit it off so well. We're going to hang out tomorrow. We're going to hang out at I and speaks nothing of it. And then you find out that it's the girl who dated your man. And then y'all get into it. I, I mean, obviously conversations would be had, but I wouldn't break up with my man over it, especially if he's being respectful to both parties. And he was respectful. He he didn't talk. He didn't badmouth Lydia. He yeah. didn't say anything. I mean, we'll get into what he did later. But mm. <laughs> um, when he did finally reveal it and talk to Leah about it, he was just like, I respect her. I think she's great. I think you guys being friends is great. And then it just turned for the worst. I think... Uche had valid points at that conversation, but for him to get so deep into it just to say no just didn't make any sense. Right. I feel like if he why had the lunch? Gonna, why had the lunch? If you knew your, it's just like he needed to badger her one more time. Yeah. And to just say no, we're not getting together. And from my findings, um, on Google search, Uche is an Aquarius, but we do not claim him. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, because that was a master of manipulation and turning all conversation back on the person, not taking any accountability for anything. We don't do that over here. He literally, every time she had any type of um, rebuttal, he was like, well, you did this and this was what this means and you're this type of person and just making all these definitive statements to make her look like the bad guy when it's like, I mean, we only known each other for a week your ex is in here that I've been living with. I couldn't handle it because we got into a fight. So I left. And then all of a sudden Uche is the, the sane person for staying. I don't, I don't know what the experience is like. I know I've, I've read up on some past cast members who were like, they fill you up with alcohol. It's a very intense um, experience in the pods. Who knows what she was going through and to just shit on her basically for leaving i just baby i've only known you a week (laughs) he's trash she's sweet but she may need to like tone it down this show is not for her (laughs) yeah it's like come on waterworks but um, last but certainly not least let's get into lydia and milton oh my goodness i don't feel like they're even a match compatible i don't know if they even like each other like yeah they're lovey-dovey but i just feel like it's just for right now like i don't think he likes her at all he looks trapped I think Milton is one of those guys who doesn't peak early. That's not the that's not the word I want to use. It's just definitely has his shit together early on, so definitely carries himself in a different way and thinks he can handle um a woman like that, but I feel like it's just I think he wanted he came on the show for the right reasons. I don't think he just came on here to be like he obviously is successful in his own right, but he I feel feel like same things with Lydia just wants to be chosen. I don't know if he came on here for the right reasons. It just feels like he's going through the emotions. I don't think he's really there. He couldn't even get deep with her when she was talking about my ex is here. He's just like, you know. He got deep when he was talking about scoliosis. Yeah. He I mean, he tried. I get but he's twenty four. Like I know, it's not so surface. You, you're not gonna get that deep with a twenty four year old. I don't know. But I just don't know if they're going to last. But then part of me feels like they're going to get married because he feels trapped. 
<laughs> predictions, predictions. Do you think that Izzy and Stacy are going to get married? I think they're going to get married too. You think? Yeah. But will they last is a different conversation. I don't think they're going to last because of that money dynamic. Money is so important. Why wouldn't they talk about finances in the pods? Why? I don't understand it because then she went, they should have talked about 50-50 being a 50-50 person or a wine dine girl. They were too busy playing games and yeah, laughing. She never wanted to get deep in the pods. And I feel like he needs someone to go deep with him. Maybe not as deep as Johnny did. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> right. But I don't know. I don't know if it's going to last. It just feels like she's going to be like his boss. It's going to end up that way. That dynamic. I'm I'm always rooting for love, but this would be a very funny reunion if no couples got married. Last year they did like a live reunion, which was which was chaotic in itself. So hopefully they don't do that. They do a pre-recorded reunion, but to see none of the couples end up together would be freaking hilarious. But like Lydia and Uche, she's a stalker. So you believe what he said about the Instagram and all of that? I, th- I think there's some truth pictures. to it. Yeah. I feel like, and she didn't deny I wasn't out there. She said, I was talking to you while I did it. So she didn't deny it. Right. So she did. She's a stalker. I think she got on the show to get with him. Cause the first thing she said when they were in that pod together was, do you think this is a sign? Should we just start fresh now? She's the one who said all of that. Yeah. So and I he said, I think that him. would mess up the experiment. Yeah. Yeah. So she's the one who followed him on. He's a piece of shit. I'm sorry. Like, I don't think any of them should be together. But no. I feel like they're going to. Honestly, I'm rooting for Johnny and Chris, though. <laughs> I think she needs therapy, not a man. Because if you only said you was falling in love with... What's his face? Izzy? She said she was falling in love with Izzy the first time she's ever fallen in love with anyone besides her um, drug addict ex, but wasn't in love with the person she married. And then she's just lights Chris. I don't think it's going to last. I think she just needs therapy. Listen, she's in a really good place now. (laughs) What she kept saying. I was like, I don't know. I feel like I've always been the type of person where it's like, if you have to announce something about yourself, it may or may not be like, who are you trying to convince? Exactly. You know, I don't know. But we're going to have to see like next week. Yeah. And we will definitely be talking about it. But let's get into the main topic. Friendship breakups. Friendship breakups. I actually (laughs) was thinking so much about this topic because I've had three friendship breakups (laughs) that hurt my soul. I mean, you fall out with friends all the time, but when you have a friendship breakup, that's someone that you've been friends with for a very long time. And I want to say like six or seven years. That's a long time. I really think it also depends on the friendship breakup, what time in your life you broke up. Like, they're all hard, but, like, what friendship hits the hardest for you? Yeah, I want to say, like, when we first moved down here, it was in 2005. Um, You know who I'm talking about. But um, (laughs) it was my very first best friend when we moved down here. And, like, our families, we connected because of religion. Uh, We were in the same religion together. And, like, we lived not too far from each other either. And so, like, we met at our church. So, quote unquote, quote unquote. Um, but we just hit it off and we were kind of like sisters. Like she was also best friends with our oldest sister. And then Rena was like the little sister. But um, it felt like the four of us, like against the world. And it was like just growing up with someone who kind of shares like the same experience. Because like when you're in school, there's many kids who like celebrate holidays and we didn't because of our religion. So like she also understood like, okay, if people are like celebrating holidays, we can go hang out with each other and we won't like get condemned by our family because we're celebrating holidays. We're just hanging out together. So that kind of bonds you when you're bonding over something that other people don't experience. And so we were just like, I just viewed her as a sister. We would hang out. We watched the Kardashians back in the day together. <laughs> Flavor of love. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, all of the classics. Yes, all of the classics. We just encourage each other and just 
through the bad times we had a rough childhood and she was there and she was just such a great friend and she just had a great spirit was energetic everything I wasn't so like outgoing and like everyone's friend I'm just like oh my god like I love that for you and I just love being around someone like that because it makes me like want to be energetic and everything but um it was just really sad because it ended kind of over a boy and that's just never the way you want to end a friend like if you're friends for almost 10 years why would it end because of a boy you know but it did and when it ended it kind of disrupted like my thoughts on friendship I was heartbroken because I'm like why was some dude that now reminder none of us were even dating this person it was just we had a crush on the same guy but she is what I'd view as boy crazy and so I um, was obsessed with this guy and then after a while I just didn't care anymore but I'm like can we just not keep talking about boys all the time right and then when you get to that age when you like I want to be outside and playing like in the trees and like catching snakes and stuff and she, <laughs> and she wants to we like, were a bit of tomboys <laughs> by the way tomboys. and she wants to like um like go out shopping makeup and talk about boys and like all the guys that she likes and like in the friend group and it's just like I don't really care about that <laughs> you know you're in middle school I didn't care about that I like all of our friends besides her were boys when we moved yeah. here so I kind of was like wanting to do that and play video games so you know it kind of just changed and like it's when you grow apart when you're younger you realize you're growing apart and that was my first friendship breakup we just grew apart and it started with a boy Ugh. it's like I'm trying to play back y'all's friendship in my mind mm-hmm. of like because obviously you guys were closer with her than I was and um I definitely I'm so glad there's a term for this now I definitely saw the boy crazy but yeah. I didn't like you didn't have a word to explain right that. I didn't you know <laughs> so honestly when I saw her and you all interact I just thought you know this isn't gonna end well <laughs> I know in hindsight you just know like you that just clashes when someone is boy crazy and you're just a tomboy. It's just like, you're just kind of like, it's just not going to work. Like, you know, well, you can be friends, but you're just not going to be best friends like you were. And I guess when you can't find the term for it and you don't understand it, it hurts you. It hits and it, it just hurt because I'm just like, why wasn't that my friendship enough? Like, why was guys more important? You know? Yeah, I feel like that preteen age is so pivotal. Like, mm-hmm. it, it really defines where your where your priorities are for the next few years. And I think she went one route and you went another. And you were more of a, like, academics, school, and having fun. But, like, I don't know, good fun. Like, going out, we, like, go to the arcades, go to the movies, do stuff like that. And she was always like, oh, well, where's, where's so-and-so going to be? And what's going on here? And, like, anytime we would go to a function, she'd be wondering where they're at yeah. or anything like that. And I'm just like, oh, my God, we're just trying to, like, I'm just trying to, like, shoot the hoop and play the basketball and win these tickets. <laughs> like, I know, and I never knew you picked up on that, too. Like, I just thought you just were like, oh, but, like, you picked up on it, too, which shows that it was really obvious. And we had another friend, too, but she decided to not be friends with us because we weren't friends with the girl I'm talking about. Um, so it just it was just hard because it just broke up our friendship. Um, and, yeah. It's like really sad to think about like (laughs) back when, because when things were good, they were great. And then that switch happened and it was like, oh, I, it really changes the way you see a person. Even if you can't have like a conversation about it later, it's still like, why did you act like that? Exactly. And honestly, I just, I was looking up like friendship breakups. um, And then like, there's a statistic that says about like 70% of friendships end in a breakup. And it's usually within that six to seven year mark. And that's actually crazy to think. So you can go through so much together and you can be friends for years upon years. And then you hit that mark and it's just like you drift away or you just no longer want to be in each other's lives anymore. And it's wild because that's exactly when it hit us too. So it's like a marriage like a divorce but without the paper (laughs) okay it's like they always say um for marriages that the first 
the first year is the hardest the third year and then like the seventh year and like after mm-hmm. you hit seven years like you could probably make it yeah so like if same with friendship if you hit that seven year mark i'm hoping well i've i've hit the seven year mark um but i feel like it's also translated to adult friendship so you don't see each other as much and it's not as deep as it used to be but i will say segueing into mine yes i've had so many <laughs> and uh, you know if i some, had a drink no let me stop no for real i man we should have had some drinks um man if i'm trying to think of one that hurt me the most okay yeah the one that hurt me the most was a girl that i went to high school with um we met same way you meet any of your high school friends you know you just stumble in the hallway and you meet them and then you're friends <laughs> because you're young and <laughs> You know, you have common interests, and that's just what happened. So um, we were really close friends. Um, we both, how we really bonded was we both started dating our boyfriends um, in that same week. So we met, and we were like, oh, I'm with so-and-so. And she's like, I'm with so-and-so. And then how long you been dating? Seven days. <laughs> we're like, how long you been dating? Seven days. Wow. And it was a whole thing. So we bonded off that, and then um, – we kind of drifted apart because she switched high schools and we kind of didn't talk but then we um definitely tried to keep contact that's when social media just started popping off and um we kept in contact we got closer as high school was over and we built this really deep connection um just from the foundation we had of being in high school and she's seen you know my situation growing up and i've seen hers and it was just, it was, it was deep and it was, she felt like my sister. And then, doom, 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 the pandemic hit. And I don't know what happened to us. She was in another state at this time. And um, we just, we just fell off like completely. And I'm, I'm one to ghost guys like <laughs> immediately. As soon as I don't like you, you're blocked. There's no like, conversation. <laughs> I, have never even considered actually that's a lie but we'll get into that i don't do it often but i'm the blocker in the scenario block and delete she blocked and just ghosted the hell out of me and it confused the hell out of me i to this day don't have an explanation why and i feel like so many things were left unsaid with friendship I feel like it's necessary to have that closure conversation with relationships. Not so much. Cause what do y'all need to talk about? It's over. But with friendships. Yes. If I would have had some closure on as to why, like everything ended. I mean, I don't know if we could have mended fences and like continued to be friends, but it would have been nice to know why I was just cut out of her life because it was, tr- I was devastated. Yeah. I feel like that's a conversation that's hard to have with someone, especially a friend like with my situation, we maintain being cordial throughout the years. Like we're still cordial now. Like we still like like each other's big events, like follow each other on social media and everything. Like I still follow her and she still follows me and everything. But we're just not like friends anymore. Um, we tried, but it just we've never talked about why there are <laughs> the <friendships>. issues. <laughs> yeah. And so it feels fake and I'm not one for fake. And it just feels in on authentic when you just pretend something didn't happen like even though it may seem minute but just hashing out and just be like okay that's why we like stop being friends this is why this is how I felt and how do you feel and like just moving on from it but you just never talked about it so it's kind of hard to try to be friends again you know and I feel like that safe space is gone in relationships well friendships I mean um when you can't just discuss things like I feel like your friend should always be that person you go to for anything and like things you don't tell your family things you don't tell your significant other like your friend is supposed to be there so even when you all have conflict not being able to talk it out is like damn like well well, then who are you because we can't like discuss the big things even if it's involving us and even though we might not agree I come to you for everything and the fact that I can't anymore it's like okay well this this is over without us even saying anything yeah (laughs) and closure is just something that is what every everybody wants closure 
in any type of relationship but I feel like it's much harder when you're friends because like when you break up with a dude it's kind of like oh are we going to maintain friendship are we just going to be like ending it but with friends it's kind of like you don't think that way right you just ghost or you just like stop gradually talking to each other right you just fade out that's why I feel like it hurts more I always I'm an advocate for saying like friendship breakups are harder than relationship breakups because I've I've cried tears shed some tears for dudes I've never bawled my eyes off over guys as much as I have for friendships because you just don't expect them to end at least I never expected like oh I'm friends with you for so many years it's just gonna one day just be nothing and like we were so close I told you everything I don't tell people anything so I feel like those hurt worse. I definitely agree. I feel like with women, and we all know this, when a breakup's happening in a romantic partnership, in your head, you're like already playing like it's over. You're already like getting yourself emotionally prepared and all of this. Like with a friendship, it's totally different. It can, it can blindside you. It can, it, it can just hurt way, way more. I feel like women just prepare themselves for, for guy breakups way more. So that when it actually does happen, you're not as hurt. Or at least that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, like, friendship. Like, my second friendship breakup was terrible, man. Like, she was another, like, sister to us. <laughs> can we can we cuss on this pod? Yes, we can. That like, bitch. okay, if you do not like cursing, um, do not listen to this podcast. Viewer discretion I'm not gonna, advice. We are not filtering ourselves. This is unfiltered. That bitch. Seriously, the reason we stopped being friends was because I was going through a hard time with a guy and she told me, I can't, I don't know what to say to you when you're sad. I can't be around you. That's what she said when I was going through a hard time and I was in like an abusive relationship and Mm -hmm. I just wanted to talk to her about it and that was her reaction to it. And it was heartbreaking. I've even reached out to her um very recently just to be like I just it's sad that our friendship ended but you know you didn't know what I was going through but you know I just hope you're doing well like no response or anything of course but I wasn't expecting a response it's just something I wanted to get off like my shoulders just to be like at least I reached out one last time but we started out so close we met her we were there for her when she had issues with her mom not wanting her to live with her at the time and like kind of like taking her in as like another like person in our family and just like there for her like I moved her into her college like um I was there with her terrible relationships always there for her like drop the dime I would drive down and just be there for her and it just wasn't reciprocated when it was time for her to be there for me and I think that's heartbreaking I think that hurts worse than like the friendship that gradually drifted because you're just like I've been there for you for so long and like the minute I'm having a, a not okay time you can't be there for me so that was heartbreaking and the way it ended was just it was terrible <laughs> it's just insane how much you pour into other people mm-hmm. and you realize when the chips are down they would never do that for you and it really just is like I don't know Sometimes I'm involved, evolved. Sometimes I'm not. And sometimes I'm like, man, I just wasted a whole bunch of time on this terrible human being. And then another time I'm like, you know what? They needed that. Regardless of like, if they could do it for me, I was able to do it for them. And that makes me the better person. So whatever. But sometimes I'm like, man, fuck this. Right. (laughs) That was the very first time I ever blocked and deleted someone after like, like arguing on Instagram. (laughs) Right. Oh my goodness. Y'all remember the DMs. Yes. And it used to go down. And it was because she still wanted to be friends with you guys. She wanted to be friends with you and our other sister, but not me. The one who was there for you all the time. Okay. How can you be friends with my sisters, but not me? Cause I'm going to be honest, the dynamic of that relationship, we all started out together and then we all drifted off and did our own things. And I had my own group and I was doing my own thing. So I really had no intention of like continuing to be as close to her as I was was and when she started reaching out to like me to go to brunch and all this other stuff I was like girl I don't even know you first off (laughs) you're my sister's friend I've already labeled you as my sister's friend why aren't you hitting her up because at one point she did leave Charlotte and she was in a in a different city but she did come down to Charlotte um 
not crazy often, but often enough that every time she was here, she would hit us up. And I'm, when she hit me up, I was like, girl, my sister here. (laughs) Why are you hitting me up to hang out? My sister lives here. Y'all probably have plenty to talk about and gab about. I'm on my way to work or I have other things to do. Like, I just never understood why she thought that because her friendship may or may not have been over with you that she could just bounce over to us. Like, it doesn't work like that. But I didn't understand, like, through our friendship, like, why she just didn't want to be around me anymore. And I'm just, like, there for her. But, like, if she needed me to come, like, help her move into another apartment or, like, um, talk to about how she treated her boyfriend, I was the one she wanted to talk to. But she couldn't drive two hours down to see me. Or if she did, she didn't see me. But she would fly across the country to California to visit a friend she met in, like, college. And that was just so devastating because I'm, like, you can't even see me if you're in town but you can like fly across country like uh, that makes no sense and just to be like i don't know what to say to you when you're upset i just don't want to deal kind of like i don't want to deal with you goodbye and that's just not a friend and it made me question like our whole friendship was it just all lie was it just all that you can get out of someone and that's honestly heartbreaking it's really all about what you can get out of the relationship really because it's like I'm not getting anything out of you telling me what's going on with you. Like this, right. is, this doesn't help me. This doesn't benefit me. And that's just the most selfish and dare I say it evil. evil. Okay. Evil. It's fucking terrible. It's fucking evil. <laughs> and, and honestly, I'm not the best when it comes to emotional things and being there for someone, but guess what? I'm going to be there. I'm going to get you some tissue. We're going to talk it out. If you're more of the kind that wants to vent, Mm-hmm. Um, if you're more of the kind that needs someone to like give you advice, like either way, I'm going to figure out what you need and try to be there for you. Even if I don't understand the situation to its entirety, like I just don't understand how someone can build such a sh- big relationship with someone. And then when they need them just disappear and like, I don't even, ugh. to be honest, there is something to say about someone who would just blatantly tell you, I don't know how to be there for you. So, mm, I don't know. Figure it I out. I guess I should respect it that you finally, <laughs> I was just like, peace out. Right. But it's just like so hurtful because she's still wanting to be friends with you guys. Like, right. Damn. It was a Make little sure sneaky. Make sure you guys don't have any issues because she won't be there for you. And the, for the people who know, she was a Leo. So, I'll let you do, <laughs> do with that information what you will. Because, you know what? I can't. <laughs> Next bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, snap. It's me. It's you. Um, oh my goodness. Oh, this one, this one, I'm gonna try to keep short and sweet because it's, it's a duo. (laughs) It's thing one and thing two. Thing one, thing two. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. That was a friendship that had its ups and downs. I finally called it a quits. And maybe this is on me when a man got involved. (laughs) I can't lie. Like, I will talk about this man throughout the podcast because it hits on different things, but I'll talk about um, more of the friendship side where he fits into the story. I started dating a man that wasn't the most popular in my little friend group. I was in a little trio, and you know how trios end. Um, It's always two against one, and, you know, I ended up being the odd man out, and I think it really just finally hit its head when I started dating this man. Like... At first, it was all support and all love, and then that quickly changed. Um, I guess maybe seeing me with him and seeing how different I was, I'm going to be honest, if you can't already tell, I'm more of the class clown, I'm more of the loud person, I'm more of, you know, in your face sometimes, sometimes. Not obnoxiously, but, you know, I'm a good time. And when I started dating him, I was, you know, a little more reserved, a little more quiet, a little more, you know... And you can say what you want about it, but I was definitely happy. I wasn't anything other than um, in a very supportive, you know, good, healthy, mature relationship. And it kind of changed me and also changed how my friends saw me, which I didn't really understand. But um, yeah, it really affected my relationship and then it affected our friendship 
And then I just kind of decided to call it a quits. I had always had this feeling in the back of my head that I was kind of the, uh, I don't want to say like uh, dance monkey dance, but I was kind of like the, the, the mascot. Yeah, you were kind of, if I say jump, you say how high, like kind of friendship. That's what I felt yeah. from an outside view. I always felt that when I saw you guys together like perform monkey yeah (laughs) and they didn't like when you just stood your ground and you were in a mature relationship for the first time ever like you were with someone who actually respected you treated you right and they couldn't see you in that light they can only see you as like the one doing worse than us yeah you know I was always in a weird financial situation I was always um I was always I mean I was the youngest of the group um the friend, those friends of mine were more in my sister's age group. Um, so I've always been the baby of the group. So, you know, I'm the last one to drive, the last one to do most things. Um, so I get it. Like, they've, they've took me in. They've taken care of me for years. And I'm finally, like, stepping out on my own. So it's probably hard to see. And also, I don't know. I'd, I don't think I treated them any differently but maybe they just saw me differently and they saw you differently i feel like that's what it was and they couldn't handle a new reina not the like reina that they're used to they didn't like your growth and that's that's not a good sign when your friends cannot grow with you right and they just kept me in this box like anytime like even me obviously the relationship didn't work out for other reasons but when that was the main one that kind of undid the glue to the right. friendship. Uh, and this was a relationship that went on for seven years. Around seven years. That mark. That Forbes mark. Right. Okay. <laughs> like, they were not lying. I will say that it was a big friend group. So many things dwindled. But... um you know, they shaped who I am as a person today. Like, we we had a lot of good memories, a lot of good times. I learned a lot. And in some aspects, they understood what friendship mean, and in others, they didn't. And I think that, you know, this, it's, I knew that it was time to let it go. But I, you know, wish them all of the best. That wasn't one that ended with a lot of, like, malicious, you know, it's just like. like, No blocking anything. Yeah, no blocking. That's what I was going to ask. Like, are you guys still, like, acquaintances? Or do you still follow each other? I don't follow them. They follow me, though. <laughs> oh, um, she's but they the do. main character. I'm just saying, now I'm the main character, not the side one. Anyways, <laughs> um, uh, they, we, I do see them on my For You page and stuff. And if it's something, like, good or anything, I'll like it. Like, one of the girls um, just celebrated her baby's two- two-year-old birthday which is insane I can't believe she has a two-year-old um and I like the picture and then she liked the video of your engagement video so you know and um any yeah like the friendship like my first friendship breakup you're still kind of like follow each other and keep up with like life experiences but you don't like talk or hang out I love when that happens where it's Mm -hmm. like you know we can be happy for each other from afar yeah you know and no bad blood and it is what it is life moves on yeah that's true so no really closure in that one unfortunately no no but you know what it ending and me deciding that it's time to cut ties was all the closure i need because i honestly thought i would be tied to those girls forever and not in a good way so and now you have a better friend group so much better oh my (laughs) god it's so adult though which sucks you know Mm -hmm. i do miss the aspect i had with my last friend group where we were with each other at least three or four times out of the week like at one point i lived with them like it was a thing where like it was just nonstop hanging out having drinks having fun and now when you're younger and i'm sure they all like live separately now yeah yeah obviously yeah and so now like when you get of age you kind of like have to like pencil in your friends because everyone has different schedules this this adult stuff like i mean it 
you know i wouldn't know i'm like my boyfriend's my best friend and my sister so (laughs) (laughs) but like friendship breakups like going back to our main topic yeah it's it's really hard and like i mean i've like slowly stopped being friends with like a lot of my party friends so that's why i'm down to like zero now because like i want to go out and be at the club not like bars club i don't want to be at clubs anymore that's not fun it's like when you're trying to look up look for someone to hook up with and i'm like i don't need to hook up with anyone but like i already have someone right <laughs> so like i'm not trying to look for anything i already have i'm you want a different scene and the yeah. club scene it's boring oh, i don't even i just even when i was fun. single i didn't like the club scene yeah and i'm just like like those friendship ended because i'm just like can we go to brunch no let's go out <laughs> right like can we have food and like water <laughs> yeah, can we be hydrated <laughs> like for real like i remember my party friends um were separate from a different group um it was just i don't know after a while i was like bro i can't hang yeah. i can't hang i am i feel like death in the morning Oh, death, the hangover. The hangovers, the, the, the chaos of, of of nightlife, but it's always a good time. And I love, I love those moments where you have those party friends where you're like in the mood to go out and you know, you can call them or shit. They're probably already at the function, Exactly. (laughs) you know, but when your life looks different, it's like, and when you can't transition your party friends into like, just like, let's just move in life where we're now brunch friends like we're now dinner friends we're now activity friends concert activity going friends. friends yeah but if you can't transition that like that was my experience and you're just like oh we just we're just no longer click you know those don't hurt that much like you're no longer in that time of your life anymore so you're kind of like naturally like oh yeah oh, i reminisce about those times but you know you're good on that um but that's like a lot of the friends I've had were like party friends. <laughs> <laughs> There's no substance. It's like, dang, I can't really like open up to you about you anything. Can't. I can like, unless we're drinking, our eyes are like getting bloodshot. If we're not <laughs> doing that, if we can't remember bloodshot like, and blackout, like blackout. Yeah, <laughs> like that's I just don't want that anymore. Like even now, like, if I drink, like if I take a few tequila shots, I'm just like, okay, where's my ibuprofen? <laughs> okay, where is the beastie powder? Yeah. <laughs> so like okay so to kind of wrap up the subject what's like your final take on like advice you give someone else going through like a friendship breakup i would say if you can have that closure conversation have it if there's an opportunity for both of you to do it then definitely do it because you both will be able to take away something from it it's not like a relationship closure don't drive to that man house i'm talking about friendship closure (laughs) have the conversation if the opportunity presents itself and be open to listen to each other's perspective if that friendship was important to you and if it was it had substance and by substance, I mean y'all talked about every and anything. Y'all laughed together. Y'all cried together. Um, all of it. If it's something that it feels like it's about to be at the end, at least wrap it up on a good note. It's like leaving a job and giving a two-week. Like, yeah. at least, you know, just so that there's no animosity. Like, I don't know, especially if you live in the same city, you know, keep it cute so that when you see each other, it, it'll yeah. always be that cordial. It be so awkward. You know? And, like, the advice I would give, don't fucking ghost. It's so disrespectful to just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to you, Rihanna. Like, just to, like, be friends for years and to just go MIA off the planet with someone who you share your deepest, darkest secrets to. That's so cruel because the other person is, like, wondering what they did. And if they didn't do anything, just say it's me. It's not you. But give them right. something. Like, it's so terrible. To that girl who goes to me girl why <laughs> if you're listening, i loved you if you listening girl i loved you down so you know just know you hurt me and you hurt my sister what's good <laughs> <laughs> all right all right <laughs> but no hope all is well yeah. peace blessings <laughs> so yeah that's our advice um our semi-stable advice you know take it with a grain of salt right okay because if <laughs> the situation don't apply to you please, <laughs> please please don't go to your therapist and be like but I heard this on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, like, please don't. We're not 
there should be like a warning sign for our podcast this like, isn't fda approved or whatever it is <laughs> exactly it's not like take it with a grain of salt but um that will wrap up our podcast for this week on friendship breakups <laughs> i can't believe it's over already i'm so excited to keep talking um week after week and just dive into subjects and talk about what we've been through for real i know but we will post this up on tuesday so tune in next week hit that subscribe button um go to semistablepodcast.com if you want to donate to us and subscribe we will love it and we'll feature you on an upcoming episode for your donation we'd appreciate it um don't forget to follow us on tiktok if you have tiktok we're gonna start filming videos like our next one we're gonna film it semi-stable podcast yes same name also follow us on facebook it's facebook.com slash the semi-stable podcast so it's a little different but definitely like us on there follow us instagram same name semi-stable podcast yes (laughs) and that is it but we hope you guys enjoy thank you so much for listening (laughs) and stay semi-stable